Good morning, everybody. I'd like to welcome you guys again to the Walk and Talk podcast. Uh, today is actually hurricane, I guess, preparation day. I'm over here kind of not really preparing because, I mean, I'm staying pretty much. But, um, you know, how it is when you have to deal with all of the anxieties and stuff of dealing with what's what could possibly happen. First of all, I want to say... For anybody that does listen to the podcast and you're having, you know, you're anxious, you're just worried, try to calm yourself down and just deal with this as best as possible. And we're going to I'm going to actually talk about shadow work because this has kind of played in has played a big part into how I arrived at this moment. And I'm going to share some information, I guess, maybe some kind of personal information of, of this little journey and how I got to this portion of the of my life, you know. So bear with me while I, you know, kind of gather my thoughts and stuff. Uh, so, okay, so this hurricane comes at, at a strange time because last week, you know, I had a good friend, Jacquez. He came down from Atlanta and we hung out for his birthday. Um, him and Marquise, um, got, we all got together that Friday and, you know, they were on the last podcast. You know, they were talking about the horoscopes birth charts, metaphysical conversation, just things like that, things that I've always found interesting, and they were able to share their viewpoints and, you know, just points of entry for people that may also be interested in that stuff. So to go from having such a beautiful weekend to now having to pre- prepare for a hurricane, it's, it's real jarring, and I've come to realize things like this, this is how... For me personally, it always feels like I have to go through life on extra hard. You know, it doesn't seem like I get an easy, <laughs> easy mode or a normal mode. It's like, bam, straight. Like, you, everything you go, you got to learn how to manage this or learn how to do that. And, you know, it's not a complaint because Marquise and Jaquez and a couple other people included have always said that I handle things in like a business-like manner. And it just suits me well. But there are times where I break down. You know, sometimes I just do it personally, you know, privately because I don't really believe in seeking out help. And through the shadow work, I kind of have come to realize more and more that I can vent and just and just talk to other people about things. So pretty much shadow work is when you sit down and you take a look within. You look at yourself, you look to see what things may what things about you are problematic you know what can you fix what can you adapt to make your life better you know how you treat people better and it's dude it's a very it's a good journey so it's, it's something good that you need to do i realized i have been doing this for for years i just never knew what it was called you know it's pretty much just like reflection or whatever but there are a lot of things like that for me. There are things that I've done and I didn't have any kind of scientific name for them. But when it comes to like the spiritual or divine life, I mean, these things have properties and, and terms. And it's just really strange. Um, my grandma, she was always a spiritual person. She went through a lot in her life um, when... I said when I was a teenager, I remember her speaking on some of her experiences. Um, she used to work in a place that 
kind of dealt with people that had mental problems. And she was a young, she was a young girl when she worked. That was, you say, a teenager. You know, she worked there, and it was her job to make sure that all those doors, when they would go in one room, you know, and you talk to whoever you need to talk to, you make sure the doors are locked. But um, at some point in her life, she had an episode, and she said she was walking down the street, and all she saw was fire. And she said that it was all around her and stuff like that. Now, I didn't understand what she was talking about at the time. You got to realize that I'm a teenager, so I'm just thinking that maybe she was, you know, having a mental issue or something like that. And I will say this, dude, amongst my friends and family, you know, I have a, a couple of close friends and folks that do suffer from depression, schizophrenia, all, all kinds of stuff. So I've I've had, you know, people with various levels of problems around me my whole life. And has it affected me? Yeah, you know, I feel for people like that. And um, I don't like when people just, just discard folks because... They, they may have something that they can't get over, or little things that make them, I guess what you would say, not normal. But, yeah, as, as I got older, my grandmom used to talk about different things and how she'd see things or how, you know, she'd see us being able to accomplish different things. So when she passed away, it, it, it affected me because, one, I was angry. You know, I felt like she didn't deserve to to pass the way she did, you know, she didn't, she couldn't talk anymore. They were saying that she had had a stroke or, or something that, that had stopped her from being able to really talk or communicate like how she used to. So mom was kind of struggling, trying to really deal with it. And when I, I wouldn't want to really even go in her room because I just did not want to see her in the way that she was, you know. Um... So it, 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 it eventually got to the point, though, where it was bad and they had brought her to the hospital and they had recommended the hospice. And, you know, one thing led to another. And I remember I was doing a run for work and my mom had called and said that her and my uncle were going because they called and said that she didn't, they didn't think she'd have much time left. So while she was while she was there, I was out working and I couldn't couldn't really think of anything else and you know eventually I got that call when they said that she had passed and um I just kind of dealt with it you know I just kept how I felt to myself it, it was a horrible feeling but um it was just I just just knew it was just more loss and I don't really deal with death well because I, I just wish that you have more time to be with the people that you love and care about and we just don't have that. So after she passed, I I realized I realized now that um a lot of the things that made me happy, it it just kind of fell to the wayside. I didn't enjoy my job as much. And let me get this straight. Let me set this straight. I love my job because I know that what I'm doing helps to save lives. But after my grandma passed, I started seeing. It was almost as if somebody pulled the curtain back and you saw things for what they were. And you, you felt like you were not being manipulated. But you can see that some some folks don't value what you do. Because if they valued what you and your other co-workers would do, they would approach you in a different way. So while 
I was feeling this. You know, you also have to deal with various hospitals and you see the 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 phoniness behind that as well just with how people treat and interact with these folks that are supposedly essential employees or or, or good people you know everything just felt like it was amplified and in order to replace the good feeling like I was just buying like I would buy models or different things that I really had an interest in and sure all the things were quality now you know I like certain figures um i had like lego sets like i have this big huge lego roller coaster a lego nes set things like that that i haven't even opened yet because it it wouldn't satisfy the feeling that i was missing and i didn't know why i felt the way i did i just it would be one minute i would be okay the next minute i would just be like i i needed to to just find something else to do and through this reflection shadow work i see just how much helping people means to me and I had to to realize also that the way I approach the people that I care about I think um, I had like a lot of people were saying not a lot of people but some of the people that I got advice from some really was a person over this weekend that I had never met but she put some stuff in a way that made a lot of sense you know just talking about my need to control things which is why um i recently went to the doctor and they were saying that my blood pressure had is elevated so that scared me i don't let people know that it scared me but you know when you don't have these type of problems you don't expect to hear that you know i did and i have gained a little bit of weight you know during the pandemic um but she was saying that you know the blood pressure thing could be due to anxiety she said i didn't breathe and i was like well what do you mean you know like how do you know that and she said that's just what she does and she she did this procedure with me where you take this florida water you know it's 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 something that's used to cleanse and i inhale you know just in the florida the the the, the aroma from it and i clean myself you know just washed off with the water it was just it was almost like a clean it was like a cleansing you're just getting off the negative energy from you and once it was finished you know i felt much better and it was like the rest of that evening you know it was just it was just a lot of reflection you know my friend he was kind of worried about me because I was like emotional a little bit after that because I, in showing him of you know where I worked and different things like that a lot of memories came back to me stuff that I had just kept you know just pushed away for a long time and it started to, to creep back out and um he's a you know he's a spiritual person and he was very he's very supportive I would say that he's like he was like a hugely supportive person over the weekend. You know, we're supposed to be here celebrating his birthday. And we're unwittingly, we're, this dude is taking part in like this, almost like this transformational journey of me finding myself again. And it was something else, dude. You know, I realized that my need to control people, it's not, it wasn't never about just forcing somebody to do what I want them to do 
it was because I had this vision for for all of us, you know, to, just to be happy. And I felt like if people would do it the way, if we do things the way I tell them to do, we would just be better off. And instead of explaining things to people, I would come across to somebody and say, no, you got to do it this way. You're stupid if you don't do it this way. And no, I didn't necessarily say that anybody was stupid. But I realized by doing a reflection, it could come across as that way. You know? And for me, I just wanted to see my my loved ones and my... I just wanted to see us all win. Because I, I, life is better when everyone around you, your little circle, is doing just as good. I never feel satisfied if I'm doing great and somebody else that I care about, I can't help them get over something, you know? And... um I hadn't seen Marquise in a while, you know, he had been going dealing with his own own things, you know, and to see him Friday, it was really cool, you know, and I had to deal with a lot of um, issues surrounding that because, you know, he's somebody else that I look after like you care about. You want people to just be successful in everything, you know, you, you just want your squad to be up there and doing good. And when... When it's like people that I'm close to, when I can sense that they're not happy, dude, that weighs on me. And that's all my that's all my good friends. It's like it's like you got Dietrich, there's Craig, there's Shannon. There, there's just so many of us that I care about. You know, even some people at work. You know, you got like Mimi, there's Yolanda and Anthony and stuff. People that have really reached out to me and helped me and, and stuff like that. You worry about them. You want to see everybody do good. So. That's that's pretty much where I was, you know, over the course of this weekend. And the universe pretty much had, had amplified everything because it pretty much put all these people in, I guess, an, an activity with all of these people. It it all took place during that week, that weekend when he came in town. And that's never happened before. It's never happened before. It was kind of like a reminder showing me that, hey, these are the people that you care about. You know, you, you're fortunate to have them and they want to do things with you. And that was even hard to deal with sometimes, you know, because you still at that point, it was almost like I was locking myself like away, you know, even from good people. Like I wouldn't say locking away, but it was hard to get joy, you know, Um Dude, one instance, something that made me laugh, though, I have, you know, there's my friends, Jessica and Brady, you know, they, that's, that's like the cookie and cake bay, you know, they, they look out with the baked goods and food and stuff like that, and I just love them to death, they recently had a baby girl named Scout, and there was a time where I went to learn how to do, like, this shrimp dish, with asparagus, and it's like a fancy egg, this memory came up on Facebook, and I could have sworn this took place like right before the pandemic but no it was like two years ago and it kind of reinforced what I said about like not having time you know and their baby girl is growing up so fast and it everything is just amped up to me and I felt I really feel like sometimes I'm just I'm not in control of it but as of now I'm starting to slow things down and just I have to talk to myself and realize that even there are things that I can't control but I can't control how I approach them 
And that's what has helped me come back and to be more in tune with how I used to be. Like, I want to hurry up and pay this car off and just get back to being being a more free-spirited person because my freedom is, is everything. And if I, I can't get joy, a natural joy out of something, I can't fake it. I just cannot. And I, and I think everybody that's been here for me over these past, I would say the past two years, without knowing it, I would always hope that my actions towards you show that I love y'all. Like, I may not say it. Up until this weekend, I may have not said it, but I hope that you just know it. Because um, after Jock left to go back to Atlanta, I made it a... I made it an importance to tell the people that I really feel needed to hear that I love them. I made it a a priority to tell them, you know, why I felt a certain type of way or why I did the things that I did. And it was a good thing to do because some people needed to hear that. So if you if you have good friends or family that you love and you and they, it looks like they need they need you, they need some kind of reinforcement. Don't be ashamed to just say, hey, look, I really appreciate everything that you do for me. I care. I love you. It, it doesn't hurt to say those things. Granted, yeah, you may feel like I ask because some people take your kindness for a weakness. They do. But that's part of the process. You know, I used to be kind of vindictive when I felt like somebody was like trying to mess over me. Oh, Jesus, I would be like ready. You know, you immediately... Think of what you can say to kind of just, you know, rip their little heart and, you know, tear them down. But I don't really, I haven't felt like that in, in years. And that, that energy was trying to come back. And thankfully, it just didn't. It's just, there's no more of that. You know, you have to look within in order to be your best self. And in order to see what you can do to elevate the people that you care about the most. So... But that's that was my journey for the the last weekend, and now we're on this thing with the hurricane, and it's like you go from an extreme high to I'm not gonna even call it a low because I'm not giving it that type of power. You know, you're gonna try to think positive. Sorry about that. Um, I had to take a call. Actually, that was one of my friends calling. See, that type of stuff happens. You know. For me, it's weird because it's like if I think of somebody, sometimes they'll call and it freaks me out sometimes. But it's I just think that's the universe letting me know, hey, you know, these people think about you. So. But, yeah, back to this hurricane, you know, we're here preparing for that. And God, I just wish that I could just constant have, you know, constant positivity, positivity, positivity. And I'm trying to you know, bring that aspect back into my life and into others because, you know, I know everything, it can't be sunshine and roses every day, so, but goddamn, I do wish it could be. So, with that being said, um, let me see what else I want to talk to you guys about. Oh, the the whole metaphysical thing and, and talking about the the shadow work. You, you're going to find things about yourself that you don't like. But um, some of the things that you don't, that we don't like are actually just a part of us. And we got to find out, find ways to, to turn a negative into a positive. And if we understand why we do certain things, 
then you know you can kind of build on top of them to turn that to turn that around because if you go into go into certain situations saying well i'm gonna just give myself a huge makeover you got to realize the people that love you they love you for you so you may have some problems there may be things that you don't like about yourself but if you go in thinking oh i'm gonna just rewrite everything then from that point on you're changing Everything that happened before that to yourself. So it's like those people that that love and respect you, they're going to see that. They're going to be like, you know, what's what's going on? You know, what's what's happening? What's 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 the problem? So don't go in with that mindset of like you have to tear yourself down and then start over because I'm pretty sure everybody that's listening to this, you've got somebody that loves you for you and they wouldn't ask you to change for anything. But. There may be little things about you that you can change to make yourself better, uh, you know, make you love yourself better than what you, than what you're doing. So that's that's the whole at least that's what I think shadow work is about. You know, I'm not I'm not the best person, I would guess, to to give you a definition of this because I'm not a hardcore, you know, person that deals with the with these terms or anything like that. All I can do is speak from an experience that I had and. And talk about where I want to be in life. So this journey is ongoing. And many of us are on these personal little journeys that, that we don't speak of. Or have all these things we're trying to fix. Or have these dreams we're trying to reach. And, and it's, let's be honest. Some of us will never reach what we want to be. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we have to also look at what the universe is giving us because sometimes the universe is providing what we want in a different way and you have to be smart enough to see you have to be smart enough to see these blessings when they come because sometimes we could be so focused on what we want and what we're not getting and not realize that we have already had these very things so that's that's the catch catch to it so I just wanted to take a time, take the time to share this with y'all. And once again, thank everybody who takes the time to listen to the podcast. You know, I didn't have any guests on today due to everything that's taking place. But hopefully soon I'll probably have more keys on and Josh will be back. Um, We'll talk about some stuff. Hopefully stuff that's on a lighter tone. Well, Marquise, um, I'll always want like to have him come on to talk about like the the spiritual stuff because that's his thing, you know. Him and Jock are really good about that, and there are some some people that listen that can maybe find a source of happiness or just you know they may be interested in it. That's why I want to talk about things like this sometimes. I want to talk about my experiences, my highs and lows, because I want folks to realize when you're struggling, you're not alone. They have other people that are going through it right along with you. And that's also kind of the point of the Walk and Talk podcast. Usually when me and Josh are walking around there and you hear all this noise and stuff, if you're having a bad day, you can pretend that you're walking right along with us, listening to some of these crazy conversations that we're having, these highs and lows that we go through, you know? So, and and I also want to say, you know, it's not... Right now, it's not about being professional. We, don't, I'm, I'm doing this through just a phone, you know. I don't have like high quality microphones. I don't know a lot about editing or in certain music and and all all of this is new to me. And I'm not going to have that type of atmosphere. Like you know, this is a professional product for a studio audience and all that. This is just more about 
documenting a journey and talking to people and hopefully if somebody else is having a bad day or or can relate to it they have something to listen to and have a little reminder that it's going it's I can't say it's going to be all right but that other people are experiencing some hardships and stuff as well so don't ever feel like you're you're down and out you know just just try to work through different issues as best as possible and just find out more about you and do the things that you enjoy and and just try to stay away from negative people i had a uh, shit yolanda's husband anthony had to kind of get me together in talking about changing that things that happened to him he had to change how he looked at stuff and it made sense it made so much sense because that's what was taking place there was just so much negativity building around me that it was clouding how i felt about stuff you know and i kind of was like a really positive person for the most part unless when i was pissed about something but without that wouldn't have made it so i want to say you know thank you to all my closest friends and family um want to say oh you know what i also want to give a shout out to what got me here you know I was talking to Jock about Charity Hospital. When I worked at Charity and University, you know, this was before they did this new thing where children was just pretty much over them. Dude, that job prepared me for the person that I was, that I am today. And I really dislike what happened, you know, to the to Charity Hospital and University. You know, the people that worked there, that, you know, our team, dude, these people installed what makes a job a job university and charity it was like the best to me and it's no no shade against the places that i work at now you know there's no place that i, I think that's ever matched the joy i had working working there it's it's just far from it second best would probably be the job i have now because i love saving lives i love the the whole let's get this blood together let's get the playlist together i love that you know and um also auctioner hospital auctioner is a great place to work when you have the team around you that also respects you it respects you as a person as an employee as a friend or whoever and right now that's something that certain departments and auctioners they, they it, it lacks big time and there are people that see that and they don't acknowledge it they don't they don't um they just keep their heads in the sand and it's sad because they hire people that pretty much wrecked wrecked the department but as long as their budgets were men and then as long as they kept things under a certain monetary value i guess they really didn't care and, and it's sad it's really pathetic but it is what it is only thing you can do is make the most of your situations try to find you a job where you feel you are important well what you do matters where your ideas matter because of course you can't change everything but all you need is somebody that can at least listen to your ideas to see where you're coming from and hopefully implement something to show that they care about what what your feelings are so you can turn around and then help the process help to make you know the people coming through the area's lives better these patients or whoever the patients families we need that you know some of us care but these jobs you just you just don't know you can't say that these people care about you they care about their they care about putting on a, a show 
an appearance, an appearance, but they don't care about the employee at all. The only time they really care about you is the cameras on, and they want to seem like, you know, you're the best thing. You're a hero. You're a you're essential. Like, just stop, man. Just really stop. And, and on that note, I want to say. Thank you to all the people that I work with at University and Charity Hospital when I was there. I mean, I love and miss y'all. I mean, I, there's so much change that has taken place at, at I must say, the new university, which is called UC something. I don't know. LCMC. You know, a, a lot of the people that I worked with is, are no longer there. So it's a, it's a bit of a difference. But you can still see a lot of the good that's there i hope that it turns around and that people get uplifted and they they can go back to being that a1 patient focus good feeling job that it used to be because it's more about the people you know it's it's about the essence the i guess the mood it's always been about that it's always been about the community it's been about the patients It's, it's just everything and i just hope that LCMC, the people that are over it realize that and they can kind of focus on why the morale is down because there's so many good people there. They just, they're just going through something, you know? And as for Auctioner, I mean, I think Auctioner needs to really look at the people that they hire, the managers, your supervisors, your, your, you know, and stuff like that because if they don't have a good a good vibe with the employees then it's there's going to be some problems and sure you don't hire your supervisor based on if your your staff likes them i mean you're there to you're there to work at the end of the day you're not there to to be i guess fan friends and family with anybody and i can tell you that but at the same time when you got a good thing going with your employees and stuff at least take the time to see what's going on oh wow so the, the, the stuff just keeps happening. So apparently, the housekeeper she she's good. Her name's Marion. She um is at the house cleaning up, and she broke the little the little microwave, you know, the little turntable thing that things spin on. So we got to replace that. So they're going to go to Best Buy to try to find one of those. Uh, Marion is is so sweet. I really like Marion. She does a great job of like cleaning up stuff. And when you get there after a hard day and you see everything clean, it's just wonderful. I love that. I love cleaning up. I like design and, and buying stuff for the house. And, you know, I I don't know why. I, she, I don't know. As a kid, I just used to think that that was fascinating. You know, when you buy, like, different curtains and all this type of stuff. And it and it just looks really, really nice. I'm, I'm sorry. I just I just geek out when it comes to, like, that type of stuff. So... But yeah, um, but Auctioner, that's that's kind of don't them. The main problem I have with them is that we have good people. They ran off, and when you destroy a good team, you, you it doesn't feel right when damn near the whole squad gone. I'm like, come on, bro. So yeah, so Auctioner is just. It's heavily dependent on your superiors over there to me, so. So, yeah, so in the grand scheme of things, University and Charity will always be my heart. I loved when I worked there. The job I have now is also really cool because of the, the direct impact that you have on saving lives. And 
Oxner was fantastic up until Darby left, and Darby was our supervisor. She she cared. She she really cared, you know. And they pretty much ran her off. So that's kind of how I rank things like that. So that's about everything that I wanted to talk about. And thanks again for taking the time to listen to me. And um, I hope that everybody down here in Louisiana that's preparing for the storm, I hope that you're your anxieties go down if you're listening to if you have had that radio or that tv on for hours and hours listening to storm updates take a break from it because that that stuff is just going to work on your last nerve so kind of pull away from that as well just go get your updates when it's time to do an update and then do something else all right so i'm going to sign off and um you know i'm praying for everybody and i hope that you guys can Keep your fingers crossed and hope that we don't have a lot of damage here. And to my closest friends and family, I love y'all. I really do. I love y'all and thank y'all for everything. Thank y'all for listening to me. Thank y'all for being there for me, for bringing me places that I've never been, for letting me try food that I've never tried, and just for being good people because there aren't enough people like y'all in the world and I thank the world of you. So... Talk to you guys later. Have a good one.